Hello, and welcome back to the Spread Your Wings podcast. In this podcast, we talk about living with mental and chronic illness. So let's get started. Today's topic is life after sexual trauma. Now, this can be a very triggering subject, so I will put a trigger warning in there for sexual assault, sexual harassment, and sexual abuse. So if you are sensitive to these topics, this episode might not be for you. But anyway, let's get going. Today, I would like to cover three topics, effects, recovery, and empowerment. Let's go ahead and start off with the effects of trauma. Now, for me personally, I know this was the hardest part of life after sexual trauma was being able to deal with the effects. Let's go ahead and start talking about the effects of trauma. Now, this is probably it's definitely the hardest part of life after sexual trauma is the effects that you face because they can be drastic and they can change the rest of your life. And that incident can haunt you for the rest of your days. And it's awful. And the effects that you have to face are terrible. Many other women that I have talked to who have gone through the same thing would say the same, that the effects are awful and they would never want anyone else to go through it. Now, this is definitely not just a women's issue. There are awful incidents of men being raped, sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, and sexually abused. Although I am not a man, so I do not have any experience um, about being a man and being um, having sexual trauma. So I will not be speaking about men today just because I don't know what it's like and I do not want to speak over survivors. Now, let's get into what are the effects of sexual trauma. I feel like sexual trauma has its own specific effects because it's not the same. It's not better or worse, obviously, but it's not the same as other types of trauma. Just like other types of trauma have different effects, like being a veteran of a war is much different than being abused. You will have different effects. But today I'm here to talk about just sexual trauma. Some of the main effects that I have faced personally is over-sexualizing myself and seeing myself as almost an object, which sounds horrible, but it's true because after an assault you or any other type of sexual trauma, it makes you feel as if you're just somehow this object that's meant for sex and nothing else. Because by your abuser, assaulter, etc., you were seen as someone to get sex out of or to get sexual pleasure out of or to just mess with. You weren't seen as human in that moment because no compassionate human would treat another human like that. Women are objectified all the time and it's awful and being a victim of sexual trauma makes that even worse because you start to believe it. Another effect that I really face, like I mentioned before, is over-sexualizing myself, seeing myself as only for sexual pleasure, and that is an awful feeling to feel because I am so much more than a sexual object, but that's what my assault made me feel like. And by over-sexualizing yourself, I mainly mean by seeing your body only as something for sex and not something more. And that's an awful feeling to have because it makes you feel not human. It makes you feel, again, like an object, like you're only for sex. Another effect that came along with my assault was depression. 
depression was probably the worst effect that I had because I still experience depression to this day about five years later after my assault. Depression can be a lifelong illness and trauma can have a big play in depression. Another thing that can happen as a result of trauma, um, not just sexual trauma, but any trauma, can be trauma disorders and PTSD. Now, there's a huge misconception that only veterans of war can get PTSD, but that's not the case at all. Anyone can get PTSD who has trauma. There are many effects of PTSD as well, not just nightmares and flashbacks. You also have to experience hypervigilance, panic attacks, body memories where you feel like the you can feel the trauma happening again in your body, and so much more comes along with it. And PTSD and trauma disorders in general can become a lifelong illness, and it's really hard to recover from and get over your trauma. Now let's talk about recovery from sexual trauma, because now you're probably like, well, I have all these effects, like, what do I do now? The first step for a lot of people is taking legal action against your abuser, assaulter, harasser, whoever. I personally did not go through this step, so I have no experience with it. But if you are interested, please look it up, do some research, and I encourage you to do so. The next step after that would be talking with someone. I feel like talking it through is definitely one of the top things you need to do after to kind of process your trauma because it is really hard to process what happened. Another thing you can do is join support groups, read self-help books, read about other people who have gone through the same thing so you feel less alone. There are many things you can do to start your recovery, including my next point, which is empowerment. Now, you might be wondering, how can empowerment help you heal from sexual trauma? Well, I'm here to discuss that. One of the first steps is seeing yourself as more than your trauma. Whatever that person did to you does not define you. You are so much more than what happened to you. And I know it's hard, but you really need to believe that. One of the ways that I did it was recognizing my strengths and identities. By recognizing what you're strong at, you can realize, oh wow, you know, there's a lot more to me than just what happened. Sure, you're, for example, a sexual assault survivor, but you might also be, for me, just as an example, I'm also a figure skater, I'm a skateboarder, I'm a ukulele player. You know, there's so much more to me than just a sexual assault survivor. And sexual trauma can make you feel weak and worthless. But you really do have to recognize your strengths. For example, I am good at school. I'm a hard worker. I'm a fast learner. Those are just some of my strengths. And identifying your strengths and writing them down and saying them out loud can really help. Because by discovering your strengths, you realize, oh wow, I'm not just weak. There's so many other things that I'm strong at. Another thing is identity. You really want to define who you are as a person because you're more than just a sexual object or a survivor of sexual trauma. Now, how exactly do you go about discovering your own identity? My suggestion is to write down exactly what makes you, you. This could be your talents, your job, what you want to do in life. So many things go into your identity and who you are and what makes you, you. 
Another big step in empowerment after sexual trauma is to take back your sexuality. Taking back your sexuality means making it something positive instead of seeing it as something negative, something that was taken away from you. Because that person did not take away your sexuality. You can still be a confident, sexy woman, you know? <laughs> and your assaulter, abuser, whoever, did not take that away from you. And you need to believe that. Those were just some of my tips for empowerment, and I hope they did help you in some way, some form. An additional point I would like to address is if someone you know is a survivor of sexual trauma, I would like to let you know how you could help them. The biggest thing that helps is just listen. Just listen and let them vent to you and just take what they're saying seriously. Because a lot of women are sadly not taken seriously, which is really hard. So just having someone to listen to your problems makes a world of a difference. And I think that covers it for what I wanted to talk about in this episode today. I hope this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed. I hope this was informative. And I will see you all soon. Bye!